It is now time for another episode of that other Masonic podcast. Brother Jared Atkins and Brother Todd Whaley. And welcome back to another episode of that other Masonic podcast, Brother Jared Atkins. I'm Brother Todd Whaley. Coming to you from Bethlehem 574 in Birdseye. Todd, I don't even know how to begin to tell everybody what you've managed to put together. Um, I feel like crap today. Yeah, you look like crap sometimes. So you've just kind of been in charge of all the content, which scares me that I put you in charge of something like that but i done a good job today uh i call england the motherland for freemasonry yeah and you just decided to take that and you ran with it because today right now on the horn we've got somebody from the motherland yep full-on tea and crumpets for everybody (laughs) so so why don't you go ahead and uh take it from here and i'll just kind of you know (laughs) yeah well today we got a special treat uh we've talked about me being on tiktok this is another one this has all been about todd's tiktok obsession today it's not obsession it's a hobby but uh i've met this guy on tiktok he's on live all the time on tiktok of course he's you know six hours ahead of us too so I think I woke up at 5.30 in the morning and he sent me an invite to watch his live. So uh, I didn't hop on then, but I got a little bit later and just uh, listened around in the chat. But, uh, uh, brother, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for our audience out there? Hi there. I'm actually known as Otonka um, on uh, TikTok. I'm a Master Mason. I'm also a past Master three times. And I run a 16-hour, uh, probably a 16-hour TikTok live uh, Masonic tea room is how I class it. Okay. Every day. Every day, seven days a week. Yeah, you're on there quite a bit. And I'm thinking, I'd like to thank you for that, too, because... Uh, being on your lives, I've talked to guys from, you know, of course, England and Scotland. I think Ireland's been on there a few times. And uh, guys from all over Europe really have been on your lives. I've, uh, you know, said hi to and had a little, little small discussions and everything. And I think what you're doing is absolutely great, uh, Otanka. I really do. It just, it it kind of brings the whole world together, I think. It makes, it makes Masonry feel kind of more like a small community now that we have we have stuff like TikTok and everything where we communicate together. I I appreciate that, and that is so true as well. It, it does. It I, it brings the whole world of uh, Freemasonry together in one place or in several places. But it's it's a, it's a great way to communicate and find out things that we wouldn't know unless we were in the country. So it's really really beneficial. Okay, so uh, starting off here, um, what got you interested in Freemasonry? Um, I've always been in, interested in Freemasons since I was the age of six, six, five, something like that. I have no idea. I think somebody may have mentioned it to me once and I just got this obsession. And then going through life, um, I had many opportunities to get into Freemasonry, but I didn't actually get into Freemasonry till I was 40. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, I was a late star. Um, but it's i don't know there's just something about the way that uh, freemasons are you know people striving to be better um they're just an upright they like to wear nice clothes when they go to lodge the way that they treat and respect each other and the beauty is as well is is think about i mean obviously with my life i notice it probably more but the comradeship from all over the world i mean i don't know anybody in america and yet we're all best mates or you know best brothers we all get on it's such a beautiful uh, beautiful thing yeah yeah it's uh, it's amazing i met like i said i met uh 
Like I say, we just interviewed uh, Godfather out of Texas, and I've met, you know, Brother Webmaster out of Boston, and you know, all the Oki, you know, Oki Mason. And we've had this great conversation with all these guys. And if it hadn't been for TikTok, I would have never met these guys. You know, I would have never met anybody from England or Ireland, Scotland, any part of Europe through masonry. Because, you know, I don't know if I ever get to travel that far anywhere. So, but that's, that's the beautiful no, thing I mean, about I TikTok. Well, I think it gives you the opportunity to experience things that you never would have experienced otherwise. Um I mean, as you know, we don't talk about the internal rituals, etc. But just knowing certain things, it's just like, wow, that's just so different, but just so amazing in its own right. I yep. found him. Is that it right there at the very top? Oh, Tonka, yep. That, that's Tonka. him right yep. there? Yeah, Jerry's well, going to shoot you a follow. We're just going <laughs> to, we're going to follow. It says he's live right now. Now, how's he live if he's... He just muted himself on oh, live and he's talking okay. to us okay. on another account. <laughs> now, uh, now you're giving away my Masonic secret now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's a, it's a great pleasure to talk to you. I've mean, really enjoyed uh, talking to you in the past and everything. I mean, I'm so happy to have you on here and everything. And um, Have you ever been to... to a, United States lodges outside of England or anything? You've been to the United States or Canada or anything like that? Or Well, the funny thing is I actually used to live in Canada uh, for oh. a period of time. I used to live in a little place called St. Nicola, which is just outside uh, Quebec City. Okay. And then prior to, that, and prior to that, I used to live in a place called Riviere de Luge. But I wasn't a Freemason, okay. so I never visited. So very disappointing. Hmm. But no, I mean, I've been... I've been to plenty of lodges in the United Kingdom all over, but uh, abroad, never. It's it's on my bucket list. It's definitely the top two things is America, and I'd like to do a couple in Europe. Yeah. That's our bucket list is yeah. to go to lodge in Europe because we say it all the time. England was the England is the motherland for Freemasonry. That's what yeah. we say on this show all the time. That's our bucket list is to go sit in a lodge. See. and I would Britain. love to, I'd love to go to the Grand Lodge of England. I think that'd be an amazing building to see right there. Well well I'll tell you what I can do for you guys. Um <laughs> free trip. is I'm not sure how we can <laughs> free trip. I wish I could. I wish I could. As you know, most most Masons are poor. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <next> poor. <laughs> but I can do a couple of videos for you next time I'm down in London. Okay. Um and then send them and send them directly to you. So rather than post them as videos, try and get them through through to you somehow. Okay. Um, and then you can actually have a look at them. So I can do them for you. And I can be doing it live at the same time, actually. So it would work oh. out beneficial for everybody. Yeah, that'd be awesome to do that. Yeah. Uh, what part of England are you in? Well, I'm actually in the middle of England. So if you look at England, I'm right in the middle to the left. Um, so you'd probably know it as Northamptonshire. Okay. Oh, I know where that's at. I've never been. Well, I mean, not that I've not, I've not been there, but like, I know where that's at. You probably studied something about that. Yeah, I know where that's at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always my uh, my 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 last name comes from England, Whaley, spelled with two L's over there, and I kind of did some research on it. That is not an, is it? Yeah, it is. Wow. I did a little research on it, and it comes from a little town in uh, England called Whaley Bridge. And it's uh, Lincolnshire or something. I mean, I don't know the geography name or anything, but I always thought it would be kind of neat to go over there and kind of walk around and just see what it's all about and everything. But, I mean, everybody wants to go back home at some point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's just when we get there, it could be a big bag of disappointment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be very well. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know for sure. But, but um, uh, I got so many questions going through my head right now. I don't know which one to ask. <laughs> Ask well, about the differences okay. between American and England in the rituals. Well, I'm well not he's sure not he going to know. Gonna, he's yeah. not going to know. But like, I imagine it's different. It's got to be different. Two completely okay. different continents. Two completely different sides of the world. I don't know. What do you What do you think, uh, Tonka? There are differences. Um, there are differences um, without going into too fine a detail. Uh, we have nine working tools through the whole of our Freemasonry. Oh, wow. Yeah. I believe you have, you have a lot less, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, I do know the number. Yeah, it's five. It's five, but then you carry yours on into the York, right? Where you'll receive the others. I believe. Right. Yes. Um, if you can imagine 
um, York right, um, as you have it, all in the first three degrees, apart from Chapter and KT, Knights Templar. Right. That's exactly how we have it. So pretty much everything, you have to go to York right to finish your journey. Right. We do it in the Blue Lodge, and then we finish it off completely, as in the new thing in England is uh, – the the, the 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 royal arch um as we um as we know as chapter mm-hmm. um that is now classed as the full step in freestyle not the fourth degree but yeah. the full step um and that's the completion of the journey so um if you can say if you combine your york and our and our um and your blue lodge together you would probably end up with a similar system okay i can kind of see that Say we were both. Uh, Jared just recently went through his uh, chapter degrees, council too, and he, he got his council degrees also. So he's ready for a nice Templar and everything. But yeah, I can kind of see uh, how it could be. It is a continuation of the the legends and everything, the degrees. So yeah, that makes. I mean, I, I just wonder what what caused that separation in the in the United States. We where we just do the first three degrees, and that could just be it. I mean, that's you don't have to go any farther. I was kind of curious on that. No, well, there is no. As, as, this is only my personal opinion. I can't express that for all the Freemasonry. Um, but in my opinion, the Blue Lodge is the most important part in Freemasonry. Oh, anyway. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's your basis of everything, right there. Blue Lodge and, and comes anything first. Else. I mean, Blue Lodge comes first. Without Blue Lodge, you don't have any of the appendant bodies. That's right. So exactly. It's, and 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 I think a lot of people are out there worrying about finances, how they're going to pay for these extra orders. There is no need to. Each man's journey is their own individual journey. It's not somebody else to tell you how to do your journey. It's for you to decide yourself on how your journey is. And if your journey is just here, stop there and never be ashamed of where you stop. For right. just being a brother, it should be the proudest thing in your life. Anything else is just a bit of icing and a bit of stardust. You know, it don't really mean nothing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, be happy where you're at. It's a good lesson to teach everybody there. You know, everyone's always striving for extra, but sometimes just be happy where you're at. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, what uh, yeah. what got y'all interested in doing the uh, the the long form lives on TikTok? You know, I mean, sometimes you're on there, sometimes uh, you're not. And what 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 got you started in all that? Well, I suppose I came on a couple of lives, and after about two or three hours, they they dwindle away or or or, or die out. And after after about oh, about a month of watching, I noticed that there was always this gap where people were looking for somewhere to go, but had no one to talk to. So the idea of doing I, I'm trying to do a 24 hours. What I'm trying to do between me and a guy called I Rescue. Um, (laughs) we're trying to do a 24 hour, uh, so that the purpose is this, the light is always on. So if you want to chat, you can pop in and there'll be somebody there to chat to. If you're depressed or miserable, you've got somebody to chat to, but also the, the idea of the square encompasses it's, it's to show, uh, the brothers a light home. So the light is always on for a, a brother to have a home if so required when needed. Well, that's, that's, very admirable right there to just be on there all the time. I mean, it's a, it's probably could it take a lot of dedication in my opinion. I mean, I've, I get on lives and sometimes, you know, I get bored after, you know, half hour into an hour or something like that. And I'll drop off, do something else for a while, but it seems like you guys are always on there. So it's, it does. It mean, me, I'm, I'm, I'm a Masonic nerd. I like being, I like to study masonry all the time. I like thinking about it all the time. You know, I want to be around Masons all the time, and that's that's what TikTok kind of gives me. If I want to get get on live and talk to people about Freemasonry, I can, and it's it's readily mm-hmm. available most of the time. I mean, there's sometimes you get on there and no one's on, but you know, you just got to take that with a grain of salt. But you know, to have people on there of you know in your like situation, I guess, or like mine, or like you know. The same thing thing you're looking for. It's always great to have that. And I think what what you and even I rescue are doing is it does give that person a place to, you know, they are feeling lonely or something like that. There's always something. Somebody there to just talk to. You know, you you actually help somebody out tremendously. Sometimes sometimes we need help, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. Well, just just sometimes just having a voice at the end of a. 
of a, a, a phone or, or, or even in TikTok at the end of a video camera, it makes you feel that you're not alone so much and that you have got people out there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, bet, I bet you helped out numerous people over the, you know, the short time you've been doing this. I mean, probably more than you'll ever I, know. I'd like I'd like to think so. I mean, I have bringing in, so I have brought in a few masons into Freemasonry in England through it. Uh, um, uh, there's a brother that we're going to be bringing in uh, who's going into his EA on September. Uh, no, it's not. It's in April time. Um, and I'll be going to his EA, especially to go and see him initiated. Um, that's going to be a beautiful experience. But it's the hard part is trying to keep it going all day long because there are wanes in conversation. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you. And sometimes you've got to know when to stop, restart, or to um, try and boost up more people coming into to chat to. Yep, yep. Now I got a question on the lodges. Actually, the, the actual lodges in England. You guys allow uh, mm-hmm. drinking alcoholic beverages in your lodges, correct? Or in the dining halls, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, what it is is that in most lodges, not all lodges. But most lodges have their own uh, bar where you're allowed to have a drink before you go to to lodge. Uh, we'll do the actual meeting in lodge. If we're not breaking uh, up for any reason and we, we just go straight through, we'll go to traditionally for a drink afterwards and have wine and, and alcohol at the festive board, which 99% of all lodges have a festive board after the meeting. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I think... Uh Mason in America, we, we kind of like that. We don't allow alcohol in our lodges. I think just because of the the prohibition era we had here in the United States and, you know, I think some of the uh, religious faiths that we have running around kind of look down down upon it and everything. But, I mean, I don't I don't miss anything not having it here. So, in all reality, I could always drink anywhere I want to. But uh, I always found it fascinating that, you know, the, the Grand Lodge of England has, you know, allows it or whatever however you want to say it and you know america just got kind of far away from it and i remember uh, i watched a documentary uh it's one that was on netflix i can't remember uh it was like a nine-part episode documentary on netflix and they showed uh basically all not all three degrees of mason but they showed like you know an enterprise what he was preparing for and then afterwards and the festival board afterwards stuff like that and i just found it I find it where, you know, we always eat before our state of meetings. You guys always had a festival board after your, your meetings. And I'm like, man, that just mm-hmm. makes more sense to me that way in a way. But then again, you know, I wasn't here when well, it all started. <laughs> well, the thing is, is when Masonry originally started, um, it was originally in, 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 the, in pubs at the top of pubs normally. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be drinking alcohol there. Oh, yeah. um, so we have just continued the tradition forward where America has – decided not to go against that or to go against that one and the thing is for us is the festive board is a big big part of the whole event Mm -hmm. um because we do things in festive boards we have doors closed off um so that we do um we uh, do certain things but certain things we say certain words behind closed doors should we say that'd be a better way of putting it otherwise it sounds a bit strange um (laughs) but we you're gonna be careful, oh, but yeah. it's um, no, it's a, but no, it's a fantastic event. I, I I have to say, we all enjoy the meetings and the ceremonies, but the festive board is what everybody looks forward to at the end of it. Yeah, I mean, that'd be that's a hell of a way to keep uh, membership retention, I guess. If you have a good party afterwards, you know, I wish we had. Oh yeah, which we start something like that, but but you know, uh, it's I mean, how but you know, is is Freemasonry growing in? In Great Britain, England area, I mean, is it, are, are you guys like you know, like we are here in America, the kind of, you know, we're starting to kind of get an uptick, but not as fast as we once had it? We're getting uptake. It is very slow. Um, some of this I put down to that we open up a lot of special lodges, uh, you know, like a fishing lodge and things like that. Um, so, and there is only so many people who are ever going to be Masons. Right. So you... And when you've got uh, thousands of lodges, but only I think the figure for the UK is about 200,000 200, masons in the whole of the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when you're talking that I know of about fifteen hundred lodges, nearly. Oh, you know, wow. it's sort of 
you can see where it's going to be a bit of an issue. I'm sure I think it was 1500. I'd have to check that. Don't take that as necessarily gospel. Right. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. I mean, even in London, at UGLE, there's massive amounts of lodges that meet there. Yeah, no, I saw that documentary I was talking about. Uh, they started a uh, football lodge, a special purpose football lodge. You guys who are really into, <laughs> you know, uh, soccer, as we call it, football, as you guys call it. And thinking, I mean, well, we're, I mean long let's long? be honest, we're, we're the real football, okay? <laughs> like soccer, like who, who really watches soccer? <laughs> let's not start international. I know, right I know, I know. I just start an international war. I don't want to, I don't want Otonka to come over here and. I know soccer's uh, important to them people. I, I still haven't forgiven you for the tea. You know that <laughs> tea and crumpets, man. Like who? I I don't. I mean, I'm sure I would. I don't like tea, but I'll eat a crumpet. Do you know what you did though? You helped us invent the tea bag by doing that. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Big tea bags, but you helped. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, um, <laughs> a special purpose football lodge. Okay. Yeah, there's a special purpose football lodge. And I'm thinking like, okay, that's great, but how how long can you keep that going? I mean, some guys might get in that, that type of Freemasonry and join that lodge, but that's not the type of Freemasonry you're looking for. You know, I mean, egg. Yeah, you're limiting. You're limiting yourself to people who only want to play football, and that's all fishing lodges, for example. Not everybody wants to fish. Are you right. with me? So. Yeah, are you there for masonry? You're there for fishing. I mean, yeah, we all have the same you the same hobby at lodge stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, how many fish stories can you sit around and tell? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you can only tell so many lies about fish. <laughs> well, you've got to start. You've got to. You've got to remember. You've got to start it off the one that got away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's but i remember funny. just seeing that and thinking okay well that's you know that's a good idea and i know the big thing here and uh not the big thing but it's kind of happening around the country is uh they're doing those uh european concept lodges or uh traditional observant lodges where they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of sticking more to the uh the stricter side of freemasonry uh, you've heard of before, like Lodge Vitruvian, oh, or Vitruvian. Martyr's yeah. Crown up yeah. there and uh, up north and everything. Oh, and I didn't, yeah. Where Vitruvian. it's uh, it's more formal lodge, you yeah. know. Yeah, where I know you guys dress usually probably to the nines going to your lodge meetings. <laughs> we're we're a little more relaxed here at our lodge. I mean, blue jeans and a a polo is about as fancy some guys get around here. We got to wear coveralls or uh, bib overalls coming in here. So, I mean, I don't know how it is is. Is the lodges in England pretty well a formal event when you have a meeting? Prince Hall lodges are dressed in tuxedos for degrees and stated meetings. Yeah, but they're special. <laughs> in, in England, first of all, I'll give you the dress code in every lodge in England. It's minimum a black suit, black socks, black shoes, white shirt, black tie. Oh, for wow. just a stated meeting to pay bills? <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If it's um, if it's uh, if you're in um, uh, um, in a London lodge, then it would be traditionally a morning suit that you'd wear. Okay, I'm a little ignorant. What what exactly is a morning suit there, Hotaka? It's basically um, sort of striped trousers, so like a grey striped trouser with a black jacket, but the jacket is. Um, not like a suit jacket. It's longer than a suit jacket, box-shaped. Okay. Oh, I know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've, I've never probably wore one, but it's more like a uh, a longer coat or longer jacket. and oh, Yeah, kind of not, not quite tails, but there's a, a long Similar, coat. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can, um, I mean, people do get married in these sort of things as well, so it's very sort of that. So even in like the little country lodges out in the you know boonies and everything, guys are still dressed up in suits and ties to to go lodge, huh? Correct. Well, I'm going to give you an example. I I took one of my brothers down to London uh, last weekend, and uh, we were in just jeans, t-shirt, trainers. Right. We went to UGL. We went to UGL, and we couldn't get in because they'd had an issue with. Um, 
there's going to be a protest going past UGLE. It wasn't about UGLE, but it was a protest, and they were just protecting the people inside it, so they closed down. Um, but I went over to a, another place called Mark Mason's Hall, and I phoned ahead, and I said, is it okay? Can I bring bring one of my brothers in to view around the building? Yeah, that's no problem. That's no problem. We got there, and we got turfed out because we were in jeans and T-shirt, and we had to be in a shirt, trousers, and a suit. Oh, wow. Now, I did so see uh, you had a visitor from uh, America, Mother, uh, the guy, uh, My Freemason from TikTok. My Freemason. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. over there. He, he visited you over there. I saw that, and I thought, man, that'd, that'd be a great trip right there to have someone who's, you know, someone well-versed in English masonry like you show them around. That'd be, that'd be a pretty awesome trip right there. Yeah, it was really amazing for me because obviously we could discuss – more detail of American to English Freemasonry, right. um, and so I actually learned an awful lot through my my uh, my Freemason. It was actually a privilege and honour to have him over, and uh, I actually hope he enjoyed the day. Um, I've seen some of the videos; he appears to have enjoyed it. Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah, I know he. Uh, I talked to him when he was live, and I think when he was over there, and uh, uh, he, he's a friend of uh, old uh, Stone Bridge from the Roman times. I think I can't remember that clearly but um he kind of turned me on another podcast and then he said he mentioned that he was uh he had some videos with you and i'm like oh i have to check that out and i found it really really interesting the way like uh, you were explaining the uh, the way the lodge is set up over there where the the altar is not in the middle of the floor and that's uh, correct yeah you guys have your altar pretty much right in front of the east is that correct it is yes it's directly in front of the master's chair okay yeah, where ours is in the center of the room and everything, and I thought, well, that's kind of different, but, you know, I guess I can see why it would be up there in a way, but, you know. I'd- well, it's because when we, I can tell you this, I believe, so if I can, if I'm in the wrong, hey, what can they do? Exactly. Um, we, we do, <laughs> what we do is we squ- we square the lodge, so everything that we do perambulation-wise is squaring. Right. Um, so you you go straight ahead and then you take a right, right, right. So it's called squaring the lodge. And if you've got something like an altar in the middle, you can't square a lodge. No, we just, we just walk around it. But <laughs> yeah, we we do ours. But, we we walk around. It. We square our corners and everything. But we 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 do a circumnavigation, I guess they call it. And you know, we just walk around a lot around the altar and everything. Okay. I mean, it's a, little, it's a little bit different. I mean, I can see what you're saying where, you know, the altar might get in the way, but we just do, you know, we just walk around it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really got to go to... We're British. I really want to go to to a degree work in England. Yeah, that would be pretty fascinating. Yeah, I just, I, uh, yeah, I want to see a degree done in England. <laughs> if you ever do come over, please give me plenty of notice so I can find somewhere where you can see a first, second, and a third Oh, that'd be because amazing. I think you'll see it. You'd see a lot of similarity, but a lot of difference. Hey, Todd, we got to start saving money now, or we need to rob an armored truck next year. We're going to go to England. I got to get a passport first. <laughs> I got to get a passport too. That'd be a hell of a car ride over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we're not we're not much of getting out of the country. I'll never be out of the country. No. You know what? Otonka, how many? Just just on average, just just a ballpark figure. So, do you guys usually have good turnouts for your for your stated meetings? Just like you know, just just simply as 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 paying bills. I mean, we struggle some nights to get to get ten people here for a stated meeting, but somewhere like over there, where it's you know, like I call it the motherland of Freemasonry. I'm sure you guys have good attendance showing up for whether it's degree work or stated meetings right well we don't actually have anything called a stated meeting um all our meetings are exactly the same but what we do is we put the degree work in those meetings so if we have four meetings a year um one will be installation the other three will be um initiation um fellow craft master mason and or just a a lecture if we have nobody going through however mm. on typically i would say the average 
and I use this across uh, the lodges that have got a lot of people. I suppose 12 to 14 people um, of lodge members would be uh, average, I suppose. Uh, we do get a lot of guests that come, which actually make those numbers up. Uh, but typically 12 members, 14 members maybe, as an average, not as in per lodge, because some lodges have loads and some have hardly any. So that's crazy to me, though, that you said that you don't really, you know, we have what we call stated meetings, which is just our meetings. They're, they're, they're once a month. Meetings. They're business meetings to go on over, you know, the business of the lodge and, and the paying of the bills. And then, you know, we have called meetings, which is degree work. Uh, but for you to say that you got that's that's crazy. That, that's that's just what I'm talking about. That's another one of the differences between Freemasonry in the motherland and over here for us in America. That's just crazy to me. Well, you say you did degree work on the state of meeting nights or? Basically. Okay. So Yeah, we tend to do it. But then you think we normally start, oh, it depends whether you're provincial or metropolitan. If you're metropolitan, it'll be about a 4.30 start. Normally finishes about 7. Um, in... In provinces, it's probably a uh, quarter past five start, possibly finishes about eight o'clock. Um, then we obviously go to the mills. So, yeah, we we can cram most of it into about two hours, pretty much. Wow, um, see, we, we usually start about seven o'clock, our time, 7 p.m. Yeah, but we're done by eight o'clock, 8.30. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're going to have degree work... Well, that. yeah, it, that's that would be different. A, that'd be a long night to a master mason degree or something like that. You know, if we had a state meeting and right afterwards had a had a master mason degree, that would be that'd be eleven, twelve o'clock at night every degree, damn near. Yeah, unless you just hurry up and cram everything into the state of meeting you can real quick, and then immediately hop into conferred the degrees. So. Wow. Yeah, and I suppose for us it's even easier because. Um, you know the the treasurer is the one who deals with the bills. So unless it's something exceptional, we everything gets left to the treasurer to deal with. Hmm. So we already have. So we'll take a vote at the beginning of a year, for example. That will be the vote that will tide us on till the till the next year. Uh, so he's already got the authority to go ahead and do what he needs to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. I guess we have something like that. We, we have the uh, executive committee. Uh, at ours, we're basically it's the master, the treasurer, and the secretary. They they take care of all the the daily bills, I guess you want to call it, like the water, electric, gas, stuff like that. But if anything else that lodge uh, needs to come for a lodge, we had to vote in during the business meeting and everything. Right. So uh, you know, like if we need a new water heater or a new uh, air conditioner, or the roof's leaking, or parking lot needs paved or whatever, we had to bring it up before the lodge and. We don't have to vote on it and get a committee together, and it would take forever to get anything done. <laughs> yeah. I, we do have – we have what's called GP meetings, though, which are the group uh, the group meetings, um, and that's where they can go on for hours. This is where all the main business is sorted out, but that's a, that's a group meeting, which is a bit different from what you call a designated meeting. Okay. We only tend to have one of those a year. What's that? The differences sometimes are mind-boggling, but I always would go to have one meeting a year and then the rest of it just work on being Freemasons. <laughs> That'd be life well, a lot easier well, sometimes. This is, well, this is the other difference as well. Now, I believe uh, in England, pretty much Metropolitan, it's four meetings a year. Um, and that's literally four meetings for the whole year. And then the uh, um, somewhere in the provinces, there are eight meetings because obviously we go into dark, uh, probably about May time, June time. But the um, but then you've obviously got like practice nights, so you could double the eight to a sixteen if they do sixteen, and you can double the four to an eight but that's not a great deal of meetings a year considering you're having them i believe you have them every two weeks approximately uh, some, some lodges will we'll meet every two weeks and like the, the lodge we belong to here we only have what one extra stated meeting a month 
on the first Wednesday of the month we meet then and then if we have a degree work we'll do it on a a separate night so we'll have 12 meetings a year but we may meet you know some lodges might might meet you know 50 times a year to have 50 degrees I know there's been some lodges back in the past and around the you know bigger cities and everything where they'll have a degree, they'll have at least two or three degrees a, a week I mean uh I think back in the uh let's say World War II era uh they were uh people were joining the lodges and hand over fists back then so I think one lodge in uh New York raised over like 500 masons in one year I mean if you can imagine that that would be ungodly amounts of work right there so uh, but mm. we have we have a, we haven't matched them numbers since that time. So, but yeah, most lodges here they'll, they'll meet once a month and then they'll have a you know two or three degree maybe one degree a month if if one. You know, sometimes you might go six seven months and not have a degree. You've also got to remember though, in the society that we live in nowadays, it's about them, not about other people. And Freemason is not about us; it's about others. Mm-hmm. So it sort of has a contradiction to what they believe in. So it's not going to bring in too many people. No. But I, but I do believe that we are in a, a, a rise, and I do think in the next sort of ten years, um, it's going to increase even more. Do you think the social media aspect has helped out Freemasonry at all? Uh, definitely 100%. For me, I've noticed that the improvement in it, um, yeah, I think it has because I never expected to find a Mason online talking about Freemasonry, I'll be honest with you, um, which encouraged me to do what I do. So I think, yeah, I think social media has a massive impact. You also have to to understand also with any social media, there is a negative as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but the negative is quite simple. If you don't like, scroll on. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, I get, move on. I've fought a lot of trolls, especially like a brother fluffs on his chats or on his lives and everything. I'll be down to chat and every time someone says something, I'm like, why are you even here? If you're here, here just to be negative, leave. You know, or just, you know, just say everything they ask them, they nope, just give them one answers and one word answers and try to keep them quiet. I mean, that's all you can really do because. You know they got any they got just as much right to be on there as anybody else, but yeah, if they're in there just to cause chaos and you know just to kind of make fun of it or ridicule it, I mean they they, they need to go somewhere else. You know, well, my, what my we opinion. do on what we do on the lives that I've got is that we like harmony, we like peace, we like to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody comes in trying to disturb that atmosphere, it doesn't matter whether it's a brother, a sister. Or just uh, somebody that we don't know. I'm sorry, they get the same treatment, blocked and booted out. Because yeah. the the uh, if you if you let people in who cause disharmony, or it's going to be disharmonious, it's going to just ruin it for other people's days and experiences. Exactly. And it is better, and it's better to remove them to the situation and escalate the situation worse than what it already is. Yeah, I know some people that they like argue with the trolls and everything. I'm like, why, why even waste your breath on? Because one, you're not going to change their mind, and two, all you, all you're going to do, you're get more upset than they are, and because they're on there, you know, knowing what they know and knowing what they don't know, and they're they're not going to, they're, they're never going to see our way of of thinking. It just, it's never going to happen that no. way. I mean, they got their they got their mindset of what Freemasonry is. And like a Godfather says that we could cure cancer, and they they'd find a reason that we did it for a a, a selfish pr- purpose or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Or like they see us walking on water, and they say because we can't because we can't swim, you know. I always like that saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it well, in the, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, what I was going to say in the United Kingdom, and I know I'm sort of blowing smoke up United Kingdom, but we had a. An, in, an incident not that long ago where a, a tower block caught on fire and a lot of people were were, were killed in the fire. Mm. Uh, and literally, we went out and bought them three fire engines with ladders that reach above and beyond the height of this tower so that we can actually save save more lives. And that was a cost of £30 million. And not a word was said about it. We just gave them the money, got them the, tract- uh, got them the, the vehicles, with very little publicity, 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen that a lot from, uh, look at some of the, uh, I get the United, uh, the Grand Lodge of England's newsletter every once in a while, and I see where, you know, they've given helicopters to, uh, medical helicopters to help transport uh, victims of anything, you know, somebody who needs to go to one hospital to another, and the the Masons of England have actually paid for those helicopters, or paid for an ambulance, paid for a fire truck, and stuff like that, and to me, I mean, that that needs to be brought up. At the same time, you know, we don't want to sit up and bragging on ourselves or anything. You know, we don't we don't want to pump our chest in front of everybody and say, look how great and how, how wonderful we are. But, you know, at the same time, that's what we're supposed to do as Masons. We see a need that needs to be filled or someone in, in help or in need, we're supposed to do that. And, and I think we do. And what a lot of people fail to forget is that we take the money out of our own pockets. So... Yeah. When you see these fire brigade, these fire engines, and when you see the the helicopters, it's not out of the public's pocket. This is out of each brother's pocket, where yeah. they've given a a couple of bucks, couple of couple of pound or whatever towards it, you know. Or they've held a, a ladies' festival where the ladies of the you know the wives can go, um, which will raise a few a few pound, and and it's just all money like that, which is how it's done. We don't go shaking things or anything yeah. we 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 work it ourselves yeah i don't think a lot of people understand that that you know we're not getting any government assistance we're not getting grants or loans or something like that we're actually taking money out of our pockets you know our hard-earned money and you know well-deserved earned money and everything and we're giving that to the charity to to help out our fellow man and stuff like that and, and if people see that it's like well they gotta be doing it for an alternative motive we're like well not really just do it because it's the right thing to do and I think the world at large has kind of got away from that also where, you know, we, we don't give enough to help out our fellow man. And if we do, it's, you know, well, what's it going to do for me? And I, I hate hearing yep. anyone ever say that, you know, sometimes you just got to give just to give, you know, because that's the right it, thing to do. Exactly. And what people fail to forget is that when you are a mason, you have to pay money each year yep. uh, to the lodge for the upkeep of the lodge, to the grand lodge which is part of your money goes to charity. So actually you're fund, funding a lot. And yet at the end of the day, we're ridiculed, we're insulted, we're accused of things that we don't do purely because of what we do. And we're just not boastful about our actions. Yeah. You know, here in, uh, in most, most of the states here in America, they have what they call Masonic home, uh, where, you know, back in the day for the widows and orphans to go to as their husbands or fathers passed away, so like that, they have Masonic home, and you know, part of our dues every year goes help pay for that Masonic home. And we're very fortunate mm-hmm. here in in the state of Indiana to have one of the very best Masonic homes in the country. I mean, it's every basically every lodge in the, in the state has a picture of it on the wall because we're that proud of it. I mean, it's a big sprawling estate there, just south of Indianapolis, and it's you know one of the most well kept you know as far as assisted living nursing home facilities whatever you want to call it, it's one of the most well-kept ones you're ever going to see. And uh, if, you say if you ever get a chance, you're more than welcome to ever come see it. But I mean, it's where, you know, Masons and Masons' wives will go there and spend the, the rest of their days in complete happiness and plenty of medical help there and uh, to help them, you know, kind of transition their life into, into their elder years, stuff like that. And it, it's it, it, it just it grows every year, and everybody kind of complains. Oh, we gotta give money to Masonic Homes. Like, well, that's what we promised to do in our in our obligation. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you guys. Some people don't don't they just they hear that, but they don't understand what it's saying. It's like you know, it helps support you know or, widows and orphans. I mean, that's that's our that's what Masons do. That's our job. You know, we make the world better, but we're supposed to take care of the of the the brothers' families after they pass on. And I wish I wish more of the public would be able to see that, but yet we don't brag about it. Well, well exactly, and you're right. It's part of your obligations. If you uh, if you look at your working tools, I certainly if you look at the English working tools, um, the EA degree, the EA working tools um, actually tell you what the 24-hour day is made up of and it will be there and it's all in public knowledge anyway so oh, i'm not cons- uh, revealing anything um and it tells you your obligation is to help yeah yeah service to god is stress for the brethren yeah 
And that's 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 one that's one of your eight hours right there. It's service to God, to trustworthy brethren. I mean, it's it's in our mind. We got what we call monitors and maybe manuals, or whatever you want to call it. And I mean, that's public the public knowledge here in the in the U.S. and everything. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think a lot of people understand that. The only thing you know, we're doing something sinister behind the back, behind everybody's back, and really, we're not. We're just guys trying to make a difference. Yeah, it's like the religion as well. They say, you know, oh, we 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 we're, we're Satanists, we're this, we're that, and we're the other. Uh, but actually, at the end, we're, we're none of it. The only thing we all believe in is a higher higher being, right. and it doesn't matter what your being is, as long as the higher being and it saves and it keeps harmony. Yeah, I mean, I've sat in lodge with you know, Catholics, Protestants, Muslims, uh, a couple of Sikhs in my time. Mm-hmm. And we're all just brothers. We don't, you know, we don't bring up the religion part because it's not, it's, it's nothing to bring up at that time. You know, it's, it's nothing that, that needs to be, you know, you know, religion is important and everything to, to every individual brother, but to a whole in masonry, I just think that, you know, my beliefs are my beliefs and I want you to respect that and I'll respect yours. So there's really no reason to yeah, argue about you- it. Well, and there's no need to discuss it either, because one man's belief is entirely down to themselves. Who am I to judge them? Exactly. You know, we don't need to have another inquisition going on here or anything. So, I mean, I just, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need the Spanish mm-hmm. inquisition to happen again. But, I mean, but I think today, I think we, we kind of lose that sometimes. And even here, you know, especially here in the United States, being it's just people are losing their their ability to, to to tolerate other people. They want to shout it out that you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. But at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, I, I might be wrong to you, but to me, I'm right. You know, let's mm-hmm. just leave it at that. And, you know, there's there's sectors or places here in America where if you don't believe what they believe in, they want you ran out on a rail. And I, I think that's, a, that's something Freemasonry, you know, that's why, that's why Freemasonry is important because – it does teach that yet you know, to be tolerant of others and to be accepting of others' beliefs, even though they may not be your own. But yet, you know, it's something Freemasonry teaches that, you know, you're you you are to be accepting of that, no matter what. And the fact that you can't talk politics and religion in lodge, um, yep. it's already took any of the arguments out of anything you would debate anyway, because exactly. they're the biggest arguments. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean. I've, I've I've known guys who are you know one guy's a Republican one guy's a Democrat and they can't stand each other but yet they're both Masons and they'll sit in lodge and be best friends with each other but once yep. they outside lodge they don't agree on much <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean, but it shows you how I was gonna say it shows you how harmony and um, just by simple rules can bring brothers together exactly yeah. Uh, it, it, it has been absolutely fascinating to talk to you Brother Otanka it really has been I've been looking forward to this I've been hoping to get you on our podcast for a long time now and uh, when you finally uh, answered my uh, my DM on TikTok I was so happy to, to be able to talk to you and everything I've been we, we one of the things we wanted to do we wanted to talk to all all Masons from every part of the world if we could mm-hmm. and everything you're, the, you're one of the first ones that when I, when I did finally, you know, get on your lives and everything and talk to you, I was like, man, that's the guy I want to talk to you on our podcast. And I think it's going to be a great show. I really do. What do you think, Jared? Uh, tea and crumpets, man. <laughs> tea. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, it's it's been, I mean, it's been fun. Um, mm-hmm. the, the difference is, between the motherland and I'm always going to refer to England as the motherland of Freemasonry <laughs> as we all should. Oh, the yeah. differences between over there versus what we have here in America just I didn't think it would be that big but I mean uh, when he's explaining how meeting night goes over there and degree work goes over there versus what we have over here when you're talking about specialty purposes lodges of football over there and fishing and fishing I mean, my God, you're going to have a specialty purpose lodge for everything out there. It's oh, just, yeah. it's just baffles me. 
Lee, I know uh, yes. just the history that the Grand Lodge of England has from, you know, starting the Grand Lodge in 1717 and having the, the merger in, oh, I don't even remember what year, the ancients and the moderns got together and everything to form the United Grand Lodge of England and everything, but... I mean, I, I did find it fast. I started reading the, the Anderson Constitutions. Is there Shriners over there? I don't know. Is there Shrine over there? Not that I know of, no. There, that's a, there that's might a be a thing. somewhere, but I've never heard of them. It's a yeah, that's your thing. So a, the Grotto, too. Mm. So then over there, all they've got is Blue Lodge, York Rite, and Scottish Rite. Yeah, you guys, do you guys have like any social orders or anything like that over there? Or? Order of the Secret, Monitor Rose Choir, Knights Templar, uh, Maltese Templar. Oh God, there's there's loads. There's <laughs> must yeah, it's about forty or forty-ish, I'd say, different wow. types of orders that we have. Oh God, I didn't know if you had like any like Shriners or any like the fun organizations. It's just about the fun. Know. You're a grotto guy. That's why you call it fun. Mm, it's all about fun. You're, you're from the gr- <laughs> you're a product of the grotto. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'll never, never be ashamed of saying that. That's tr- that's interesting to me, though, that there's not a Shriners organization over there, in that because I would think that as much as you know, the Shriners are in the limelight all the time. It's interesting well, to me. Just got to remember, they got pretty good health care. They got national health care over there, so yeah, there's really probably no need for uh, for something like the Shrine over there to help take care of the children with, you know. With crippling diseases or burns or stuff like that. You know what the the one thing about England that drives me nuts and I've never understood? Here we go. They drive on the wrong side of the road over there. <laughs> they do. I, I Tell knew, me I'm wrong. I knew you were going to say something like that. <laughs> they drive on the wrong side Shit. of the road. That would screw me up so bad if oh, I'd I'm, go over there. Sure it will. <laughs> That'll stop the Americans coming over then, won't it? That's yeah. right. Yeah, it will. <laughs> that all the roundabouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, for me, if I, ca- if, I, if I came to America trying to drive on the right-hand side, which I can't, obviously, because I'm blind, but if I could, that would be just really weird. Yeah. You know, I've driven some cars that were uh, right-hand drive, but had to drive on the left side of the road. <laughs> on, the r- on the right side yeah. of the road. <laughs> That's a little different. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, it took a little while getting used to. <laughs> oh, Tonka, I bet you guys eat pretty good for your meetings, don't you? I'm, I, <laughs> food is something that's taken pretty serious over there. Hell's taking yeah, serious yeah, over here, definitely. man. Yeah, but these guys go all out. You can just tell they're well, cultured. Well, tradition. Go ahead. <laughs> Traditionally, each each lodge will normally have a three or four course meal. We're lucky to have one. Did you hear what he just said? A three or four course meal. I'm not cooking a three or four course <laughs> meal for you. Give that up, all right? Um, me being junior warden of our lodge over here, I'm in charge of a refreshment and uh, preparing the meal before the meeting and everything. And he's always telling me, we need this, we need that. And I'm like, you're lucky to have bloody sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you get peanut butter and jelly on toast. There's your warm meal. <laughs> Cut it into fours. There's your four course meal. There, there you go. go. That's what you do. <laughs> but, yeah, food is massive, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys have those, you know, festival boards and everything, and, you know, everybody has, you have your toast, and you need to the grandmaster to master, all that, you know, the, yeah, we do a seven toast thing here at our Grand Lodge every year that we usually skip out of. But uh, I mean, it seems like you guys are having a you guys have a good time with fellowship and you know, did that camaraderie of being uh, breaking bread around a table with your brothers. I think it's the most one of the most important things in Freemasonry, in my opinion. Well, the, the other thing I will say about the English version is that uh, well, first of all, we do the toasts, as as you're aware. We we do typically uh, one to the craft, one to the uh, we got the queen or the king, whoever king, it is yeah, at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, and then we have the um, the provincial grandmaster, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we do all of those toasts. Uh, but one of the things that we also do is that we get people to actually do a toast where they're actually discussing, you know, they're giving out a, 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 a verbal toast. Okay. So they'll say, you know, 
it's my my privilege and honour to do the toast to the Worshipful Master. What a fantastic guy he's been this year. Um, his ritual has been absolutely sp- spectacular, etc., etc. So we'll do those sort of toasts as well. Okay. What it teaches what it teaches the younger generation is to actually be able to speak in public. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I find that quite good. And that's something I had to learn once I got into Lodge because. You know, going through high school in America is a pretty rough thing sometimes because everyone's looking to make fun of you for every little mistake you make. Or so, like, I, I took a speech class my uh, my freshman year of high school, and I was in there with a bunch of seniors, and I knew that if I if I messed up something or if I, you know, didn't didn't say a speech that's right, they would just hammer me. So it it really kind of put a fear to me about speaking in public. Then once I got to Lodge and everything, I was real nervous about giving my work back and everything and being in front of all the brethren and stuff like that. And they would, uh, one guy finally said to me, go, listen, this isn't high school. We're not waiting for you to fail. We're waiting for you to succeed. And that really mm-hmm. made a big profound difference in the way I looked at public speaking after that, that, you know, and, you know, you know, the weird thing about it is I got, you know, decently good. I guess, you know, I was, you know, master my lodge four times, and plus I was the head of my the monarch of my grotto, and and I you had to give like a you know I get like a ten fifteen minute speech when I got installed. But when I was going out, and my year was over, and we were installing new guys in there. I actually proposed to my now wife in front of like three hundred people, and she thought it was weird that my voice was quivering because she knows like you you speak in front of bigger crowds than this, and why are you shaking? And I pulled the ring out of my pocket, and she finally understood why I was shaking. But it's stuff like that. I would never have done that. It hadn't been for Freemasonry to give me that courage to be able to stand up there and and talk in front of people like that. Yeah, a typical example of taking good men and making them bad. Yeah, every every day I'm chipping off something. <laughs> you know, you're making that try to make that stone smooth. So, but yeah, I mean, this is. But that's why that's one of when you say you know it, may, it helps the the younger Masons get a, get used to get up and. Even though you you don't know what you're going to say or you have no idea, but being able to put those words together in a you know a cohesive manner where you don't sound like a buffoon <laughs> up there and you know you don't sound like you're just some you're a young kid just spouting off at the at the hip, you know. But I think learning that ritual and doing it in front of everybody it kind of helps out in the long run, also. Oh, definitely. I'll be honest. And the fact is, if you can, if you can speak, and which is what it teaches you how to talk, uh, you can actually produce a speech from nowhere. And especially if you speak from the heart, if you speak from the heart, it doesn't matter how good or bad the speech is. People are far more impressed because they get to know that what you're saying, you truly mean. Yeah. You know, Jared here, Jared's got a little special skill. He's a, he's a radio DJ. Oh, professional. He's a, he speaks on the old radio. I'm on the radio. So he's got he he does, oh, a, he does a good job at it too. He's got a good voice for it and a good face for radio too. My <laughs> boss is a, <laughs> my boss is a jerk. I'll tell Bill, Uncle Bill you said that. My boss <laughs> my boss is Todd's uncle Otonka by marriage. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you can say it. Yeah. So I can say it actually. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Jared, he does. He, I don't think Jared's ever been scared of speaking public, have you? No, I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> no. He's a he's a, he's a talker. He likes to get out there and talk and give his opinion. And I appreciate about that about him sometimes. Yeah. yeah sometimes yeah. I want him to sit down and shut up, but he keeps talking. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Wait, well, it, it, it'd make a, it'd make a, it'd make a great TikTok liver. Yeah, probably. He's not quite that high up. He don't have enough followers yet. Oh, bless him. He's getting there, though. Uh, Yeah, to to go live, I think it's 1,000 or 800, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, what, 800 just to be able to get on live, but 1,000 to have your own live, I believe. Yeah, I'm never, I'm not nowhere close to that. Yeah. It took me a long time to get to 1,000. I know that. I had to make a lot of stupid videos to get to it. But what you should do is you should do just go on your radio show and say, and the next song is being played by Dolly Parton. And by the way, have you seen Talk Talk Live? I've actually got me out of camp on that. 
Oh, Bill would have a fit on that one. <laughs> That's funny, though. You should do that. That'd That's be hilarious. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one there. <laughs> well, Tonka, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up now. It's getting, uh, it's probably pretty late over there for you guys. What? Yeah, it's about 11 o'clock nearly. Yeah. Yeah, we got 5 o'clock over here, so. Yeah, it's about five o'clock, oh, wow. ain't it? Yeah, so it still amazes me that I'm able to talk to a brother from across the country now, and, or across the world, really. Just wait till we talk to one from Japan. I don't know anybody in Japan, <laughs> but apparently we've been getting downloads in Japan. Yeah, somehow, some way. So, but um, wow, that's really awesome. I hope they can speak English because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Down. I'm not. That's not being right. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know how to English. translate that. <laughs> I can't speak Japanese <laughs> at all. I can't read it. But uh, well, Jerry, you want to ask the final question there, brother? All right, I'll ask you. Do it. it. My voice is kind of Jerry's a little underweather. I'm so a little under the weather today. So this is usually the, the last questions we always ask there, brother. Is uh, when your day is done and you drop your working tools from your nerveless grasp, what do you hope that the the world at large and the brotherhood around the world, what kind of legacy do you hope you leave behind? Peace and harmony and understanding that everything that you see isn't black and white and that uh, understanding another person um, will give you more enlightenment and help somebody through when they need they, they need it most, even though you can't see it. Damn good answer That's right really there. Answer. All right. You want to go ahead and uh, reintroduce yourself or we uh, sign off here, let everybody know who you are and who, how they could uh, follow you on all your socials? Oh, you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise. Yeah, I'm Otonka. You can catch me on uh, TikTok uh, normally about ten o'clock my time, which would be about four o'clock in the morning your time. We yep. go on for about sixteen hours. You'll find me under Otonka, um, Otonka, which is my other account, and I think there's another one out there called After Dark, which is my nighttime live, uh, which is run by iRescue. So. Uh, yes, best way to catch me, and you can just hit me up in the DMs. And if you like me, give me a follow. And if you don't, it's been great chatting to you all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, it's been great talking to you too, Otonka. Uh, yeah, Otonka, thank you well, for uh, very, very much. I promise I will not do any more tea and crumpet jokes. <laughs> but it, it has been great. <laughs> Anytime. If you want me back, just give me a shout, and I'll pop back quite happily. Oh, yeah. We'll have you back on sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have you back. Excellent. All right, thanks a lot, brother. Thank Appreciate you very it. much. Hey, brother. Right. And you, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I got to give you props. That was pretty good. That was pretty awesome, wasn't it? That was pretty good. I mean, we got, okay, what was our bucket list when we started here? We wanted to get a Prince Hall Mason, Mason from out of state, international brother, and now we got all those now. Now what are we going to go now for? Now you're just, you're just. Creating new bucket lists. You want now to get TikToks, get, and now we have to get somebody from uh, go France, England, or France and Greece and Africa. Ooh, that might be rough. <laughs> Why? I get I get emails from African princes and stuff all the time. Yeah, just think about it. what if one day they they, they uh, bust into like an apartment in Africa somewhere, and there's a guy sitting there dead with a big pile of money in front of him. The guy was telling the truth the entire time. <laughs> Well, then we should all feel ashamed of ourselves. All right. We need to wrap this up. Jerry, need to get home and get to bed. You going to work in the morning? Yeah, I'm going to work. I'm bro- I work in radio. I'm broke. I can't afford to miss any days. <laughs> I figured bad you're feeling. Hell. Uh, no, I'm going to go home and self-medicate. Wait, that sounded like a fuck. Sounded like a. a uh, yeah, that didn't sound too good. A, like a drug joke. No, what I mean by self-medicate is. <laughs> I'm gonna take a quite a bit of Sudafed and some Tylenol, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that sticky Vicks vapory rub crap <laughs> on my chest, and I'm gonna like die on the couch for a while. <laughs> I should be editing podcasts, but hey, we got one episode out today, so now we can wait on the other five. And then we'll get back together and record again in uh, a month or two. Yep. Um. Yeah, 
So we that is it for us today, unless Todd yep. decides he wants to go to the bullpen and do one more. <laughs> no, I think that's enough for today. Our boys He's taking pity on me. He can he can tell. I him. am. Okay, so for Brother Todd Whaley. Yeah, for Brother Jared Atkins. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh what'll be doing? There, um, shit. Am I allowed to say shit on my show? Well, I guess you just did. There was something I was going to bring up. Um, we talked with the at refresh. Oh, never mind. We're not allowed to. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, no, 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 no. Hey, at refreshment, we love at refreshment. That's what we were going to say. We can get a couple of shout outs today. Yeah, at refreshment. Shout out to them boys up there. Don't you got something to do with Wisconsin too? Yeah, the time for fellowship fellowship podcast out of Wisconsin. I've been listening to those guys and talking to uh brother uh Archer Mason out of there. Uh, hold on, let me. Let me get the correct name for their podcast because they, uh, here we go. It's Time for Fellowship with Matt and Andrew. Time for Fellowship with Matt and Andrew. Yeah, two good brothers out of Wisconsin. They, I mean, really, they, they each haven't been in that long, maybe eight, nine years, something like that, I think the longest. But they are well informed brethren, and they you can you can tell you can tell by the way they talk. They're they got Freemasonry in their are heart. Are they actual brothers? No, they're. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being. Fun. It, I don't, I, huh? This is the this is the medication kicking yeah, in. Yeah, the fogginess. Uh huh. Funny guy. <laughs> Let's not start anything. <laughs> Tea and crumpets. Oh yeah, we almost started there. Hey, fluffs on. All right. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, at refreshment, we love at refreshment. Oh, That's God. what they're, we were. They're our boys up there and. I just want to give a shout out to the other podcast and the traveling man, old Jim Hall over there in Ohio. You know, I, I love his podcast. It just, it's just fun to just sit down and talk. Okay. Well. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Let's Go wrap home, it up. Buddy. I'm going home. It's yeah. a, it's five. This will be the earliest recording night we've ever got home. <laughs> yeah. My wife's like, you're going to be there till midnight. It's like, no, we ain't get that much wind. Jared was sick. <laughs> Okay, so for Brother Todd Whaley. For Brother Jerry Atkins. This has been another episode of that other Masonic podcast. And we'll see you next time, hopefully, when I'm not sick and I can actually interrupt and participate more. <laughs> Peace, y'all.